Today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audibletrial.com forward slash the state. Welcome, Statement Show listeners. Do you like to play fantasy football? Do you like to play fantasy basketball, hockey, golf? Then go to DraftKings.com and enter promo code Zach. That's right, promo code Zach. Get free entry to fantasy contests to win real cash. Play free or paid contests and win real money. Daily leagues, no season-long commitments, and over $1 billion in guaranteed in prizes this year. DraftKings is 100% based in the U.S. and is 100% legal. So... Go to DraftKings.com today and enter promo code Zach. From the Night Shift Crew Studios in the D.C. metro area, this is The Statement Show. The lights are on. Welcome back to another episode of The Statement Show. I'm Terry James. And I'm Zach Chahi, and we're the podcast that fits in no category. Zach, you know what, man? Normally, we spend about, a what, five, ten minutes rambling around, talking nonsense. But today, we've got Chloe Moore with us, so we're not even going to waste any time. What do you think, man? No, let's get to it. <laughs> hey, Chloe, how are you today? Hi, I'm doing well. How are y'all? Oh, doing fantastic. Thank you. Cool. So, okay, I I feel like I have a million questions for you. I'm sure I don't, but I just feel like I have a ton for you. <laughs> so well, I have been keeping you waiting, so. Oh, you know what? That's okay. You know, we, we appreciate you even taking the time for you. And, and you know what? Before we get started here, Chloe is feeling a little bit under the weather. We were a little concerned, but she's a, she's a trooper. Yeah. So thank you, Chloe, for joining us, though. Yes, yes, I couldn't, I couldn't not do it. So just let them know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I know probably a ton of people know you, but just for those who do not, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Chloe Moore, or at least that's, <laughs> that's what I go by. But I mean, Chloe is actually part of my real name. So I'm Chloe, and I am originally from San Antonio, Texas, now living in L.A., which I love, California. And I started off doing modeling, new modeling for Playboy, and then that's how I got introduced to do porn, which I love. I wouldn't change it for anything. And I'm 23, going to be 24 at the end of the month. (laughs) Which is a little exciting, but a little bit like, eh, eh, like I'm just getting older and older. <laughs> and <laughs> um, what else? I mean, I'm Latina, but um, Mexican, Spanish, and Cherokee. For because I always get asked that question every day, like, what ethnicity are you? What are what's your background? I'm like, okay, well, so let me put that out there. <laughs> um, my favorite food's chocolate. My favorite color is purple. Uh, let's see, what else can I think of on the spot? Chocolate. I don't know, I'm just ready for your question. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's a lot. Well, you know what, I, I, and you know what, I can actually go off. You didn't tell us what sign you were. Oh, I'm a Gemini. <laughs> and do you like long walks on the beach? Oh, sure. 
Yes, I like long walks on the beach, like of horseback course. riding on the beach, or like <laughs> horseback riding. Period. Oh wow! Right. Okay, so yeah. let me go. Let me let me go back just a couple uh, just a couple of seconds ago, where you were talking about Playboy. That was okay. the very first. That's that's how everything got started with you. Yes. What happened was, was like I was just at a point in my life where I kind of felt like undecided, you know, and I didn't I didn't expect that. I was like. Where I grew up, like, it was, like, the plan was, like, mapped out for me. I was going to finish high school, and I was going to go to college, like, university, and I was going to go to four to eight years, and then I was going to, like, graduate and start a family, and those are all the things that I was supposed to do, and I hit a point in my life, I was 20 years old, I was, I kept dropping my classes, you know, I was working full-time, living on my own, and I just felt, like, 80 years old, because... I literally would, like, work full, full-time, full like, okay, 40 hours to 45 hours a week and going to night school, and then I would come home to my empty apartment because I couldn't afford furniture, and all I had was a bed set, and I just felt like I wasn't happy. And for the longest time, people had always told me, like, how beautiful I was and how pretty and, you know, like, mm-hmm. I had potential to do other things, and, like, I never believed them. I didn't think those things were practical, so... One day, I just kind of thought, like, fuck it. I'm going to apply to Playboy. I mean, I was very inspired by Holly Madison. I, I I was 20 at the time when I saw Peep Show in Vegas, and I was like, oh, my God, look at where she started. She started from doing Playboy, and now she has her own show in Vegas. Like, a lot of opportunities can come from modeling with that company and working for that company, and they hire girls with no experience. So... I felt like, let me go ahead and apply online. It's just worth a shot, like, sending in photos. I didn't trust anybody to take naked pictures of me. I actually asked my mom to do it. And my mom was like, she's like, okay, do you really want to do this? Like, But she respected the brand as well. So she, she went ahead and was, like, supportive with it. So I started doing that. Um, I didn't get a call back right away, which made me feel like, okay, I should probably plan to do other things. And it took about a month where I just got a random call, and they were like, hi, we're calling from Playboy. And I thought it was a joke. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, would you like to come out to L.A. and then shoot for us? Because they were asking me if I still wanted to do it. And I was like, of course I want to do it. Like, <laughs> yes. So that's kind of how it started. I went out to L.A., did my first new shoot, my first professional modeling shoot ever. And a year passed. I thought that by doing that, that everything was just kind of going to get handed to me. Like, not saying that I'm that type of person, but I just didn't understand how things worked. And so a year went by, and I didn't really put much effort into my modeling career until I realized, you know, this is something I really want to do. I'm tired of, like, working all the time and, you know, coming home and, you know, just, just, just being tired, you know? So... I created a Model Mayhem account. From there, I posted the Playboy pictures that I had done and stuff. And then the agency that I'm no longer with, it was the first porn agency I was with, had saw the photos and they were like, hi, we see that you've done nude modeling. You know, you're a very beautiful girl. Would you consider working for Penthouse and Hustler? And I knew exactly what that meant. Like, I knew that you didn't have to ask me if I wanted to do porn. I just knew that that meant, like, would you like to do porn? Sure. And from that point on, I mean, I've always been a very sexual person. I'm 
extremely more open about it now um, <laughs> than I was before. Like, the, like living in Texas, like the only people who would really know were like my close friends and like my family, because over there it's so conservative. It's not really like don't really talk about it. Like a lady sure. does not talk about it. So I just knew like these were just steps of like who I really was and like what I really wanted to do and like. I was young, so I'm like, uh, I was excited and scared at the same time, but I knew that there was, like, no turning back. And then that's just kind of how it started. <laughs> Did you actually ever meet Hugh Hefner? I've never met Hugh Hefner. I've been invited to go to movie nights at the mansion plenty of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a reason for why I haven't gone and gotten the chance to meet him, because I was in a relationship at the time. Oh, okay. And my boyfriend was like, not for me going to the Playboy Mansion unless really? he would accompany me. Yeah. And so <laughs> it was kind of one of those things where I just, I missed out on, you know, getting to meet him. I'm sure I'll probably meet him eventually, but I mean, at this time, I'm like, he's married. Like, what's the point? What's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the point now? Did he actually get married? I don't know. Yeah, apparently he's married to one of the playmates. Oh, okay. I, mean, I don't know I don't... what's going on in that relationship, but, you know, whoever works for whoever. Hey, so you haven't met him, but have you been to the house, the mansion? Yeah, I've been in the mansion plenty of times. actually still talk to a few of the Playboy models and actually friends with um, one of the casting directors, which, if I was feeling better, I'd be going out with them tonight. So now you said you were taking classes. Um, what were you actually taking? Oh, yeah. well... Um, I was taking all of my beginner classes. My first year of college was 18. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I thought it was going to be like high school. Mm-hmm. I signed up for five classes my first semester, back to back. I literally only had 10 minutes in between. I knew it was different because I had an essay. I had a project due every other day times five. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it was a little overwhelming, but I was like so like stubborn and just like independent. I'm like, no, I'm going to prove everybody wrong. I could do all these classes. But then I got a little lazy and I was like, screw this. I'm going to go work at Hollister and I'm going to take a semester <laughs> off and I'm just going to be like beach bunny. Nice. And so I kind of just started taking my basics, which is English, math, um, science and history. And then my electives were really the classes that I would go to. <laughs> <laughs> which would be like uh, sociology, Tai Chi, and Spanish. <laughs> okay. Span- I've taken Spanish three times, and I cannot speak a lick of Spanish like perfectly. I'm telling you. But you are <laughs> you're, you're part Latino, though, right? I am. I okay. am. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Mine has that Latina Latin flair. Yes. Okay. <laughs> So now you said Hollister, that's what you were doing? Like, uh, that, those, that was the yeah. jobs that you got into? That was one of the jobs. I, at one point, had three jobs at one time. Um, I've had jobs anywhere from working at Hollister to a tanning salon to doing promo modeling. And then I also did, I was a leasing consultant for two years. Oh. Which what, 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 was the full-time job. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this: If you so even if I was working at Hollister and I'd work like 
four hours in the morning, like three days a week, I would go to the Chang Song and work like six hours every day. Oh, that that would be a nice so job. Like though. I yeah. was always working. Like I would, even if I had an easy job, I still had two jobs. And then with that, I would do promo modeling, which would be anywhere from like two to four hours at night, which you know is like late night or. Um, like say there'd be a weekend event, which I'd be there from like four to eight hours. Just like being like the Budweiser girl or like the Malibu mm-hmm. rum girl. Like I've done all that. <laughs> so you, you never thought about like Dallas cheerleader, Dallas Cowboys? I, you know, it's funny you say that because I did. I was really, I, I was never a cheerleader for my high school, but I did do competition cheer for one year. My mom was never really a big fan of it. Um, my aunts on my dad's side were more supportive because they were all cheerleaders. My mom just didn't like the stigma behind a cheerleader. She just felt like cheerleaders were like mean girls. And like she didn't want me to be surrounded with girls like that. But I had like the time of my life. I mean, it was like a great exercise. And I was a flyer. So it was very exhilarating, like being up in the air, throwing in the air and like, doing the choreography, but I was such a perfectionist that I didn't pick up the choreography right away because I was kind of one of those people where I'd get it down the first time, but then I'd always want to keep perfecting it so that I would screw up because I was trying too hard to, like, do it. So cheerleading, yes, it was, like, an option for me because I thought, like, I was going to go to a university, and then I was like, oh, cheerleading's going to be perfect. and do cheerleading, being a sorority, and all this stuff. And no, I never, I never did. I mean, I, I obviously would not be able to do it now. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm kind of too old and, and I'm in porn. <laughs> um, you really know, like the two Dallas cheerleaders, like they don't really get benefits. So it wouldn't have been worth it in the end. Yeah, I hear that they don't get paid very well. They don't get paid at all. I've heard oh, they don't my. get paid to, to go on the trips or anything. Like some of the stuff they, they have don't. to pay for. And that's, that's. They don't get paid. It's just mostly for exposure and, like, for your resume. They don't get paid at all, and they have tons and tons of rules and restrictions that they have to follow. They even did a documentary on HBO uh, about the NFL, and they went ahead and discussed the, the, the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders because there was some stuff going on. Um, I don't know, but, you know, it's just one of those things. But if I was a young girl and I don't know any better, then I would have fallen into that. Well, yeah, I've, I've heard they're not a lot of fraternized with the players at all either. Right. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, they're not. Supposedly they're not allowed to fraternize with certain players. Supposedly they're not allowed to eat certain things because they can't gain past a certain weight. I mean, basically, um, I mean, there's just, there's just a, a lot of behind the, the scenes. Kind of Do you have anybody? But that's like with any industry, I feel. What about the industry you're in now, though? Do they criticize anything that you, you know, hey, it looks like you put on a few pounds. Or do you go anywhere near that kind of, or, you know? The industry that I'm in right now, I've never had a complaint about being too heavy. I've actually gotten, like, people um, on set tell me, oh, cool, you've gotten, you've gotten skinnier. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I'm naturally thin. Like, if I, <laughs> if I freaking get lean and look skinnier, then... That's because I'm eating healthier. It's not because I'm trying to, like, be skinnier. Because I feel like in my industry, it's more acceptable to be a heavier, thicker girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I've never really been used to that. I've always been used to, like, being more, like, model thin, like, very petite. And even when I start to gain, like, muscle, like, and I'm gaining, like, five, 
five pounds, I feel, and my jeans don't fit, like, I feel weird. I'm like, this is not, this is not me. It's like, I'm not, I like being a little delicate flower. <laughs> what about, like, uh, breast size and stuff? Do they try to make you get all the fake breasts and all that? Because it's, you, you know, it seems like the porn star girls have these big, huge double Ds and triple E's and stuff, and that's not you. And I'm here to tell you, don't do it. Don't do it because it that's exactly the same thing. <laughs> the feedback that I get on set, I think if anything, it would be more of like outsiders, like mm-hmm. people who aren't in the industry, who would be who would want to see me with bigger tits because that's yeah. what porn is seems like. Oh, all these girls with big fake tits and big fake lips and big fake asses, mm-hmm. and that's what porn should be, right? And like all the blonde bimbos or whatever. And I'm I'm nothing like that. So I I mean I've always been I, I'm a I'm a small C full B right now. Uh, growing up, I used to get made fun of for being like flat chested and stuff, and people would like make up rumors saying I was anorexic. And see, that's where I like I kind of get a little sensitive because I'm like, hey, like I've always been this way, you know. But being in the industry that I'm in, people think my boots are fake and they're real, and I'm like, I would like them to be bigger. Like, don't get me wrong, because I've always wanted like bigger, bigger tits, but like. Everybody that I, I work with, like, tells me, like, don't do it, like, don't do it. So if if it would, if it ever were to come up, like, oh, Chloe should get bigger tits, it wouldn't be the people that I'm working with or working for. It would be like somebody outside of the industry who has no idea, like, just thinks like, oh, big tits are like the best thing ever. But honestly, like, I like the way my boobs feel now. I'd be scared. I've, I've thought about it a lot, but I'd be scared to change them because what if they don't come out? <laughs> Chloe, let me Chloe, let me tell you something. We're from the East Coast, okay? Unlike the West Coast, the East Coast likes them natural. All right, I don't know what you guys are doing out there. No, I I I learned that when I was in New York recently. Like they like minimal makeup too. Like they right. just, like don't like anything too much. Like, okay. like let, no fake titties, no fake anything. Like let me put no it to you. <laughs> I probably should go back on that a little bit. We are guys now. I mean, you know, <laughs> we're visual creatures, so we we like everything, so to speak. But me, I can tell you, and I'm pretty positive most guys that I know. I think if if you if for you especially, just looking at your pictures and and seeing a lot of your pictures that have been sent. Um, I, I, th- I think it's perfect. I, you do not go fake. Do not do it. I think you're going to ruin yourself doing it. I'm curious. I'm curious because, you know, obviously you're hot. Right? You're mm-hmm. born. Um, you sell well. You have a lot of followers. I'm mm-hmm. curious how many you, you – to backtrack a little, you said kids in high school made fun of you or, or junior high or whatever. Well, grade. It, yeah, how, many of those, how, many, how many of those people are trying to get back with you now? <laughs> How Every many single one of them, I would say, <laughs> they don't even have to message me directly. Like, you know, Facebook's out there. Like, I get, like, people who I didn't even fucking talk to in middle school and high school are trying to, like, be my friends on Facebook. And, like, on Instagram and social media, like, or I guess social media in general, Instagram and Twitter, I recognize their faces and they'll follow me. And, like... They actually say, like, nice comments. Like, they're not bitchy. Like, it's, I think they realize as adults, like, all that stuff that went on when we were kids, like, was stupid. It was stupid, and it wasn't nice. And that, that junior high is what made me become more of a bitch because I was, like, super sweet, like, butterflies and rainbows and unicorns and cupcakes, and I thought everyone was nice to each other. I thought everyone, you know, had, like, good intentions for each other until I learned 
when I switch schools, no, people don't like you and people don't want the best for you and people want to talk shit about you and people want to fight you and like they just want to be ugly. And I don't know, I don't know where that stems from, but I just know that I need to stick up for myself. And so I was kind of like quiet because um, a lot of the girls I would like initially get along with were like me, but because they got made fun of, I was like, oh fuck, well, I got to hang out with like the tough bitches because I'm going to get. I'm going to get my face knocked in or something, you know? Because I'm a lover, not a fighter, but I, if, I will never start anything, but I will finish it. That's for sure. I've been in a few fights in my in my life. I've been in more than four girl fights, for sure. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't be told that it's little, little body. <laughs> Definitely. You just don't look like somebody that would want to fight. <laughs> I don't I know. I don't want to fight, but if someone's going to try and start someone something with me and hit me first or pull yeah. me or something, I might want to kill her. <laughs> so would you say that's probably – like right now if somebody walks up to you, okay, let's just say you meet a guy in the bar or whatever and you tell them you know, what you do. Do you feel that most guys are open to that or do you feel that there's a misconception around what you do? I guess let me go ahead and clear it up because I never and I never first say what I do. Mm-hmm. I kind of like when I first meet somebody, I want them to get to know me. And it's kind of tough because people are always used to asking that as like one of the first questions, like, what do you do? So I don't say, I don't, and I'm not ashamed of what I do. I just, I'm, let me go even further back. Like when I was going to school, like college, like my major was psychology. I wanted to be able to understand and, like, learn about people because I felt it was an important quality to have, and I actually cared. So that's why I know everyone is not the same, and you never really know who or what you're dealing with. So I don't need somebody prejudging me based on my profession. I'd rather have them get to know me as the person and then be surprised and be like, wow, I wouldn't have ever thought of a porn star would behave that way or like talk mm-hmm. this way or like you show me, show me a different life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if someone ever asked me what do I do for a living, I first meet them, I guess a guy, for example, from, I don't really date, but I mean, let's say first date or something. Um, Did you say you I don't date? Model. You said I you don't date? I don't, no, I don't really date. No, I, I just got a serious relationship. It's, been about a year now and I, I still I'm not because when one happens I've noticed like when I I don't even call them dates like I don't consider them dates but I guess the guys do and they like want to hang out all the time and they want to like be like like boyfriend girlfriend and I'm like hell no I already did that I'm not I don't want to do that right now like especially with like my lifestyle it's just it's just it doesn't work for me right now yeah that's I don't want to be controlled. I don't want to be checking in with somebody. Like, I mean, I love spending time with another person that I care about, but I'm more of like in the open relationship situation right now. So I, mm-hmm. I, it's like, we're not, he's not my boyfriend. Like we're not dating. You know what I mean? I'm just like, he's, he's my friend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause I can see, I've seen that, you know, you love to travel and, and all those kind of good things. So I guess, and, and you know, it's easier it, to be able to do exactly. when you're not in a relationship. Yeah, you could just pretty much do whatever you want, whenever you want. And I can imagine, yeah. because I did notice, like, I saw you had like 65 credits to your name on IMDb already, and you've only been in the industry, what, two, three years now? What's it been? Yeah, and that's like, 
selectively working too. I don't always right. take out job that's thrown at me. So, so that that goes to show that you've really been working. I mean, these, these past few years, you've been putting it in, right? You make me feel so much better because I feel like I know a lot of girls that work all the time, and like I was like that my first year. But I don't want my whole life to be porn, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm I have other goals and other aspirations, and like. I don't want to get caught up like, you know, years and years go by because in this industry, the time goes by very fast. And, like, I just don't want to, like, wake up one day and be like, why didn't I give myself more time to do something else, you know? Like, I love I love doing porn and stuff, but, I, you know, I'm trying to work on my website. Like, I'm doing customs. Like, I'm, I'm planning on actually getting into webcamming more so I can have more time available for myself to do other things, other interests. And then I'm hoping to start feature dancing as well. So I need to be able to have time available to do all these things without feeling so, like, consumed by porn or so, like, burnt out, you know? I'm actually glad that you brought up that feature dancing because, um, true or false, you're set to begin that in fall 2015. Is that correct? I know my publicist mentioned in the fall. I responded back winter because <laughs> i'm always like putting it off putting it off but i mean i guess it's kind of good to like have a deadline for it mm-hmm. um i've already been getting offers my only thing is like when i mentioned before how i'm kind of a perfectionist like i don't want to just go out there and be any girl on the pole like i want to go out there and you know like you're going to see a choreo more show mm-hmm. so i guess that's why i've been putting it off a little bit because i don't know very many pole tricks at all. <laughs> and I want to be able to know what the hell I'm doing when I go out there. I want to have a beautiful costume and amazing makeup and like, you know, I just, I want it to be right. I don't want to rush into it. Well, with your background with being Latina and was it Cherokee, you've got many options. <laughs> you could just, you could just go off of anything you wanted, you know? Oh, I know people probably have to like look into a, uh, getting benefits for being here. <laughs> Maybe I just go buy a casino or something and call it a day. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, let's, I'm pretty sure that's not as easy as it sounds. It's not as easy. No, I think you got to be like 75%. you got to have I'm tribal affiliation. Yeah, right, tribal yeah. affiliation. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's like ways to getting around it, though, because like, uh, it was even brought up to me, too, like looking into getting scholarships for school. Um, but you know, I just felt like I was like I'm more I'm more Mexican than Cherokee. I'm more Spanish than than that. I'm more Latin than 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 Native American. So if I'm gonna get benefits off something, it should probably be that. So I'm curious, what's your off limits list? What won't you do? I mean, that you've been asked to do. Oh, that I've been asked to. Hmm, that's a tough one because I think people like. You know, I just recently went independent, um, but usually there's, like, a screening. Like, people will contact the agent, and the agent will just let them know, like, yes, no, yes, no. Like, because mm-hmm. then there's also a lot of, there's, like, things that I do that probably you can't, you have, you can't really see them unless you're looking for them that a lot of girls probably wouldn't do. Um, so it's just, it's really tough to say, like, what's on my no that I've been asked to do because just because I may say no now doesn't mean I might not say yes later. <laughs> okay. I guess I would need you to ask. If you ask me, I'll tell you yes or no. So anal. You've done anal, Anal? Right? 
is a yes and a no because it's a no right now, but it's a yes in the future. So is there like a limit? Like you see some guy's dick and it's like really thick and huge. <laughs> <laughs> like forget I mean, it. Like, uh, I do- like a white guy you're fine with, but anybody else? No, it ain't happening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, oh! You mean like if I was going to do my first anal, like I, this dick is okay with this yeah, dick right. is not okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Get one of them pinky size. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> it's it's hard to say just because I don't really do anal. I don't do anal in my personal life, which is why I'm taking time to do it on camera because I feel like I need to do it more in my personal life, prep for it because doing it on camera is extremely. On-camera sex is extremely different than, like, at-home sex. Like, at-home sex, I kind of like to call lazy sex. Right. You don't really have to, like, have certain camera angles. You don't have to do certain positions. You don't have to do them for certain lengths of time. And the guy, Joe Schmo at home, might not be as big as, like, long, big, big, right. big motherfucker. I don't know. <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't really know if I'm gonna be like, oh, I don't want to work with this guy because his dick is too big. Because they're gonna be like, Chloe, you're in porn. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I probably wouldn't judge like the dick size. I'm gonna be like, I signed up for anal, so whatever dick you give me is like kind of what I have to go ahead and be like, yeah, like put it in there. <laughs> so is there like, do you get to pick the guys, or do you just kind of have to no. work with whatever's given to you? I have to work with given to me. Oh, wow. Okay. When you, like, when you limit, like, who you work with, you're basically limiting your work. And, like, I'm already selected as it is that it's, like, I don't get to pick the guys. All I want to know is, like, is the guy clean? I mean, usually, the, I, I get kind of lucky because usually the guys in the sign with are very experienced. <laughs> so, I like that. I like I like being able to work with a guy who knows what he's doing. At the same time, I've also worked with a guy where it was his first scene, and I had to, like, take control, but that's what they wanted. They wanted to, like, show the girl being more experienced with the young guy or whatever, you know? Okay. Um, But I prefer to work with a more experienced performer, for sure. I don't care about his dick size, just as long as he's clean, doesn't have... B.O., you know, doesn't come (laughs) to work with some weird rash or something, like... All right, so you do have limits. There are, there are limits, so B.O.'s an off limit. I'm more, I'm more nervous <laughs> of the girls, to be quite honest, because the girls don't yeah. know how to take care of themselves. There's way too many new girls in the industry, and I'm not one to talk because I've been there. I started off new, and I still feel kind of new, you know, but it's like, because there's just so many of us, but it's like these fucking girls, don't know how to clean out their vaginas. Yeah, they need to douche every once in a while. Understood. Like, you want me to lift that vagina? That no, <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> hey, you know what? I have that very same thing in my personal life too. I feel for you. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to be clean, and I will not do anal in my personal life either. So you want to have something in common? <laughs> I, my butthole was once anal. I know it's like been yearning because I've had my ass like fingered and it's very pleasurable especially mm-hmm. with it happening while I'm getting fucked at the same time but my pussy's pretty tight you know and my asshole's probably like two to three times as tight because sometimes while I'm getting fucked even if I'm getting fingered it can push out the finger from the ass because that's how small it is I don't want to say small in there but I'm, I'm really tight 
So that's great. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Facebook's gonna be lighting up tonight. I need probably like some shots first. (laughs) Tequila shots to like numb my booty Uh, (laughs) before I get to pounding. Yeah, so like, um, okay, so you're. So, my take on it's a lot different than yours. Ooh, you know, I spend a lot of time being a two shoes, so I never go to jail just for that fear alone. So. Oh my god! <laughs> well, I mean, when I was when I lost my virginity, I never thought I was gonna like give a BJ or uh, do anal because I'm like, ew, you don't do that. I don't need to do that. My husband's not gonna want that for me. <laughs> I'm all like thinking these things, and I'm like. Wow. Uh, you know, my first DJ in porn, and now I, like, learned that I love to sit, and then, you know, I had my asshole fingered, and now I know I'll eventually be ready for anal, so it's just... Well, there's all kind of... There's all kind of weird categories in porn. It's like there's nothing off-limits. There's some stuff that I will... <laughs> like, I've you know... I, I don't want to see pictures of dogs fucking women. That just is a big <laughs> turn off for me. But yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do bestiality. I wouldn't fuck animals. No, that's just. There's that's, even girls that fuck horses. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's just awful. <laughs> and, and, to, and to back up just for one second, you said something like, and this is the craziest thing. You said you, that you didn't think your husband would want a blowjob. I'm I'm here to tell I you. Don't there's, there's, that's like not going to happen, Chloe. That point, if it came to that point, I was like, he would be the only one who would get a BJ for me, you know? Because I was like, little innocent Texas girl, happened <laughs> to lose virginity, you know? Like, oh my God, I'm not giving a BJ that's gross. Boys pee out of there. And then, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought at 18. I was like, I, I had never given a BJ until porn. And I, I was, I was, the first BJ was at 21. And now, so, have, now that you've been in the business, have you ran into any male out there that doesn't like a blowjob? <laughs> that's, that's not going to happen. to think about it. Of, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know any guy that doesn't not like a blowjob. I just know, I know like some guys, which actually the guy that I'm talking to right now, which I think that's probably why I like him even more because it's the weirdest thing. He's like the first guy who doesn't try to get me to like go down on him. Understood. Like, He's had bad experiences with girls giving blowjobs, but he's like, he'd rather skip it. Uh, yeah. So, and for me, I'm not usually, like, so, like, I want to go down you, but I think that makes me, like, want to give him a blowjob because I'm like, oh, my God, you don't know what you're missing. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so now, is the guy that you're you're talking to now, is he in the industry or not? No, he's no. not in the industry. And he's totally cool with everything that you're doing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm super honest with him. He knows, like, everything. <laughs> <laughs> Good. And that's what works for us. That just works. No, that's great. Now, let me ask you this. I I think that I, I heard something. I want to make sure I heard it correctly from another interview that I was listening to that you were on. You once said that one day you wanted to actually have your pussy molded. Is that true? Yes, I still do. I feel it needs to be done because... The world needs to know how tight of a pussy Chloe Moore has. Like, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Agreed. Like, when I fuck dudes, like, they're, like, in shock. They're like, whoa, this is a really fucking tight snatch. And, like, it needs to be molded. <laughs> so you want to have, like, a patent on your on your mold. That would be pretty yeah, cool. I mean, yeah, a lot of people do it. Could yeah. you imagine, I mean, virtual reality? And then do they have this new tech? Oh, that's, like, the next step for me. I've actually, um, I probably shouldn't say anything, but... 
I've met with some people. We would like to try to attempt to shoot something like that. And so that's the next step. I mean, that would, if we can, if you can successfully do it, because I know that they started doing it in the UK, like, if we could successfully get that done in the US, I mean, that would be like the reinvention of porn. So, like, have a virtual reality on. Oh, wow. Yeah, because then I think people would feel, like, less guilty because they would still get, like, the same experience. There'd probably be, like, less cheating out there because they wouldn't feel so, like, bad that they have to go get the real thing because they have, like, this virtual reality porn. So you're sort of just in the talks with that, but I know right now you just finished working on a line of apparel. Is that correct? Or or was it with uh, JZL? Is that correct? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is going to be launching, like, a soft launch on the 19th. Excellent. And we're working, and we just did, like, a photo shoot called Porn Star Eats Popsicles. Okay. Which incorporates a lot of different kinds of foods and just, like, really weird, like, creative styles, like, shooting. Um, What we're hoping to do is, like, there's two T-shirts that we have that we're kind of figuring out what we want to pay out there first or at the same time or how we're going to do it because I would hope that the t-shirts are colors, but as far as pricing, it's a little bit more affordable if they're not color. But, I mean, the the way that, because I don't think you've seen the photos yet, but the way the pictures is just so, like, there's so many things going on that you have to have it in color. Um, but basically, the first, the first one was or like I guess the first draft of the shirt was it's like a guy's tee with a big bomb pop and it says porn on the bottom. So it's like red, white, and blue basically and it has mm-hmm. porn on the bottom. And then the second draft is me with the bomb pop and topless and I'm wearing like all this cool jewelry and stuff and there's a lot of colors and um, that would be like the ultimate like Corn star eats popsicles, like T-shirt, like the route we want to like go in. And those yeah, can so, those those can actually be seen at the site. Is that correct? The jzlstyle.com? dot yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I mean, James is like trying to decide on like what he wants to do, like how many shirts he wants to print out, and if we're going to launch them right away or, or not, and like how we're going to launch. Because we've even talked about like maybe only distributing, like, let's say we'll use 100 as, as a number. Like, say only make 100 T-shirts and have those, like, be, like, autographed, like, limited edition T-shirts and then never print them again or something just so that we can be, like, something really special that fans of mine, fans of his can have. Yeah, so it's just, and that's, like, it's such a new step for me, too, because it's definitely been on my mind and it's always, brought enough to me about getting into apparel that this would be like the first step and he's the one kind of like orchestrating it all you know I'm just kind of a piece in the puzzle but it's pretty sick like I've seen it and like I told my mom about it and she already wants to buy one and I'm like okay well my mom wants a shirt with me on it and (laughs) who wouldn't want a shirt (laughs) sound like I got a cool parent there I mean she's really accepting of what you do and that's fantastic I mean both of my parents are. I mean, I only told my mom that I was going to do porn just because I don't want any secrets. And she had her concerns. She actually went and told my dad. Mm. And 
he calls me and he doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything. He's just like, how are you doing? I heard you're moving to L.A. or you're going to go work in L.A. Have you considered Max Suns for Toaster? Like, he's like, he's <laughs> like, other brands that are a little bit more sexy um, to do than having to go all the way. And I'm like, Dad, I don't know why she told you. <laughs> I'm doing it anyways. I already told her, I'm going to tell you, I'm doing it anyway. It's like, I don't, I'm an adult, so I'm going to do it. Like, shit. So, that was it. And then, you know, they're extremely happy for me. They seem like the success is, like, coming out of it. And, like, and it's, like, for me, I'm not even at my peak right now, you know? And, like, for my parents to be, like, happy and supportive, I don't give a fuck about what anybody else has to say about my Exactly. I don't, and then I mean, for the man that I meet has a problem with it, then that's not the man for me. I don't blame you at all. I mean, and given the fact that your parents were so accepting, let's ask this. If you have children one day and she or he wanted to get into it, would you be as accepting as, as your parents were? I would be accepting. I would want my kids to definitely tell me first. I would want them to research it because I didn't really – I mean, I tried to research it, but when you Google, like, it doesn't – like, nothing really pops up. Like, mm-hmm. the only agencies that popped up was HMLA and uh, LA Direct, and I didn't really know much about those agencies either, and the most I knew about porn was AVN only because of the AVN awards that are shown on Showtime. So, you know like, – and I knew about Wicked Pictures because – that was kind of a dream of mine. I was like, ooh, I want to get into porn and be a wicked contract mm-hmm. star, right. you know? But it doesn't work that way. It's not as easy as it seems. And and it's so and there's so many models and there's so many companies that it's like it's different once once you get into it. But um I, I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> <laughs> um so like talking so much, I'm like, wait, what was my point? <laughs> um but yeah, no, no, no. I mean like I told them they're they're happy about it. I think there's just certain things that my parents have done in their lives that have brought them and made them who they are today, and there's certain things that I've done as well. And I think that we've all just realized that we much appreciate the honesty and the trust and the love because my family is everything, you know? Like, I've been burned by friends and, like, mm. and, you know, other people that you think really care about you, and so I would never, like, my back on my family. If anything, my family's like the ones that I can turn to. No, I mean, I so agree. They do understand that. And like, I think it just took for me to grow a pair of balls, even though I'm a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them like how I really felt and what I was going to do. And like, I think that they felt like they'd rather be a part of my life and rather see me happy. And like, if I'm happy and if nothing's wrong, then, then it's not wrong what I'm doing. So... No, I noticed. I, I did notice that you had just recently shot your first uh, BDSM with Ken Marcus. Now, yeah, like for the photo shoot, yeah. Was that strange? What's um, what's BDSM? I'm really excited <laughs> to be able to work with Ken because of his line of credits and like his resume. I mean, he's gotten work with like tons and tons of like magnificent, like successful models, and like I feel honored to be able to work with a photographer like that. And it was just a very interesting experience. Like, I told him, too, I would like to get more involved with fetish. Mm -hmm. Um, The only difficulty with that is is that I've only done, like, very light bondage scenes. Like, for a lot of BDSM people, they might not even really seem like 
like that's not hardcore. Like she's not really like <laughs> right. fetish or whatever. But I would like to get involved into it more because in my personal life, I, I enjoy masochism. I just I don't do it on camera. I guess mm. I don't know. Um, so I no like Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's like the stuff next to it. But I mean, as far as the shoot goes, it's really interesting. It's like being able to work with him. He's a really nice person, very patient and understanding. Um, and it was just cool. Just, I, I, I know that we plan on shooting again. And with, during that time, I'd like to be like suspended. Mm-hmm. And oh, really? Okay. There's this really great shot that he has of Jenna Jameson showing her suspended. And I'm, I would just want to, I don't care about the pictures. I mean, the pictures is awesome, but I'm like, just suspend me. Like, I've never done that before. Like, that's cool. Like, I want to know what that feels like, you know? Um, yeah, uh, it, was, it was definitely interesting. Because even before that, too, I had nipple clamps on, and they hurt like a motherfucker. Right, right. And then in his studio, he has, like, different kinds. So it's like, some are not, I mean, they still all hurt. <laughs> But some are not as painful as others. So it's just kind of nice that he had just all these like, different things available. I mean, we didn't have all the time to be able to shoot as much as we wanted to. But it's just really nice, like, open experience. It's just really cool. I don't know. It's hard yeah. to explain. I mean, you're not yeah. going to get into all that other stuff where, like, they wrap you in plastic and piss and shit. I've actually you. done that before. You have? Yeah. Oh, there's a, oh there's my God smaller company called oh my lord Concept. is that what oh, okay okay talk to me the about this please. Ones I've got what is that like i mean is that one of them deals where you're just okay i'm never doing this again or was it like a turn on well it was a turn on a little bit but then it was funny because when I met Ken, he asked me, what all have you done? Mm-hmm. And those are one of his questions. And I said, I was like, I've done that before, but it was like, it was for a shoe. And it was mm-hmm. like for, it was not for an extreme amount of time. And he's like, well, let me tell you, there's some hardcore people out there that do it for like days. Like right. they rock like that for days. And I was like, where do you go to the bathroom? And he's like, where do you think? And I was oh, like, is that part of it? And he's like, Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not that cuckoo. You know, <laughs> I, I love it. I love the idea of, like, you know, you even see those, I don't know what they're called. They look like latex machines where they mm-hmm. suction it out, like you lay in it, mm-hmm. and you're, you you only have, like, a breathing tube or something, and then there may be a spot in the genitalia area open. But you're basically, it's just, it's just an, outer, it's an outer body experience. I mean, you have all these feelings that you're not allowed to touch yourself, you're not allowed to move, but you have somebody else like kind of controlling it. It's 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 it's, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting for sure. I, I I get where the turn on comes from because it's unlike anything else. It's it's, it's so beyond sex, like you know. See now, it's how sex. you know how you were saying when you were in Texas how you thought that you would never do this or never do that. See, maybe it's I don't know. Maybe that's my I don't know, maybe I'm just being a little naive here, but I don't ever see myself doing something like, not even like to someone, not, I mean, I know I wouldn't have it done to me, but even to someone, but you know what? I've never done it. So how would I know? You know, I mean, probably a lot like you're telling yourself, you know, how will you know unless you try it? Yeah. It's funny we bring this up because last night when I was having dinner, something similar was brought up where somebody I was talking to would say, 
I would never fucking do that. And I was like, dude, you don't know until you try. And he's like, I don't want to try. And I'm like, you don't (laughs) know until you're in the moment and it happens to be available and happen where you feel something different. Like, for example, I've never given a golden shower on camera, but I have done it once in my personal life. It wasn't planned. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't something that I intended on doing. It wasn't something like off my bucket list of mm-hmm. like, yeah, I want to pee on somebody, you know, or and I, I, I don't, I don't want someone peeing on me. But the fact that that other person was like into it, like turned me on. I was like, ooh, yeah, I'm gonna pee on me. Like, fuck yeah. So it was like, it's like one of those weird things. It's like you don't expect. It. it doesn't sound appealing when you talk about it, but when you're in the moment, I get I get really turned on by pleasing my partner. Like that's just uh, that's I think that's why I really enjoy porn. It's because it doesn't matter like being attracted to this person like like superficially or physically like right off the bat. You know, like oh he's hot, I want to fuck him. Like no, it's so much more than that. Like how sure. does it make you feel? Like what are the boundaries? Like, can he take you places where you've never been before? Even with women, too. It's like, can't, like whoa, like, I never thought I'd feel something like that. It's like, certain people are able to do those things. I must say, though, I am more attracted to men, so I allow men to, like, make me feel that way more. But, like, you know, I was just, just putting it out there. Like, you never really know until you're, like, in the moment, and it just, it just happens. And I feel like that's kind of the best, like, when it's unplanned. Now, I know you like to shoot, like, custom videos for, for your fans and stuff. Is that specific, yeah. is that specifically for or specifically with you, or are you going to incorporate other people into that, or is that just yourself? It can be both. It depends mm-hmm. what they're requesting and if mm-hmm. they're able to afford what I'm selling that type of video for. Okay. Um, I've done a couple that have had two male performers in each video for the same customer, and that um, actually was for a mainstream Norwegian TV show. They requested a custom video for me. And I could have probably asked them for a lot more money, but I just felt like it's not fair for me to, like, go ahead and be like, yeah, I want this from you because I know you can afford it. And then, like, everybody – because then I would have to do that for everybody else. Like, oh, well, if you can afford it, then what can you afford? You know what I mean? So I just kind of, like, left the prices the same. But it was like, yeah, like the videos, I've done a couple of videos for, with male performers, and then I've done a couple of videos like solo. And the ones that I've done solo are always just more of like, that guy just like, he wants me to talk to him, you know, like he, he, he wants it to be like all about him. And then I've even done weird stuff like licking my armpits, you know, like weird shit like really? that. And like, I'm the guy like, yeah, like, you know, like, ooh, you know. You like that. And so, somebody actually, more, somebody like actually pays you for that. Their name. Like wow. They like hear me saying their name. It's like more what it's about. Hmm. That is. And then the other one I did was like a scripted one. Like it's completely scripted. Like I guess kind of similar to what you call like a feature film porn. You know, when there's some acting involved. Like you play a character and then you still have sex anyways. Um, I've even done some custom videos like that. So, it's just basically it's just whatever the customer is requesting, mm-hmm. and then if they can't afford my rate, then I'll go ahead and shoot it. And, you know, if it involves another person, that's going to take more time because I'm going to need to pay that person. I still have to hire someone to shoot it, and I still have to 
get lighting or like location. Because I'm not going to just send like these shitty videos huh. either. <laughs> do you do any one-on-one videos like Skype calls or anything like that? I do. I do. Um, I probably should promote it a little bit more, but I work with Adult Verified Chat, Chat, mm-hmm. Chat, and Skype. So Adult Verified Chat, will hand, it's like a third party that just handles all the scheduling. And I think sometimes the, the fans will get confused because they think, oh, I'm going to be able to talk to her right now. And I'm like, no, that's the point of scheduling it. We have up to a week to schedule this. Like, I'm not just available as a drop of a hat to talk to you whenever you want to talk to me. You know, like you need to schedule it. So, yeah, I do do Skype calls. I've done anywhere from, like, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, two hours. Um, just depends, you know, on who's who's requesting it. But I do do those. Yeah. And I just want to talk, and, so and that's it. I think it's going to be important for me to webcam more because I've noticed I, with my previous webmaster, I was required because of my contract to do two shows a month, five shows. Mm-hmm. And... I noticed, like, the feedback, like, the fans, like, love that. And, like, I don't know how they're able to, like, log in at that random time and, like, come and see me. But I'm like, shit, I should just be doing this on my own. <laughs> like, <laughs> at my house. <laughs> Why exactly. do I need a desk to go do this? <laughs> Cut out well, the middleman. Um, yeah, I'm going to be doing that more. I'm going to slowly do some, like, solo webcamming. And then I'm also going to be hosting, like, I plan on hosting weekly boy-girl live shows, too. Wow. Now, now I, I know that you've got, like, these two blogs that are going to be coming up. Are you going to be adding all this information into your blogs as well? Yes, yes. Pretty much anything and everything that I'm doing or have done will be on those blogs. The reason why there's going to be two blogs is because one is going to be more RX-rated, and the mm-hmm. other one, I want it to be available to all demographics. I want someone to be able to go on there and not feel weird if there's too much sex, you know, like if there's too much nudity or if there's too much like porn talk or if there's a fucking hardcore picture, a dick in their face. Not everyone wants to see a dick in their face, you know, or yeah. someone's vagina. So I mean, <laughs> I want it to have two. So Chloe, Chloe, it's actually people. funny that you mention all this because our site is the exact same way. We have two separate podcasts. That's exactly we have <laughs> one. We have one where you know we we have the after dark, which is okay. talking to adult stars, and we have another podcast that that is the complete opposite. So I think what you're doing is absolutely perfect. I, I, it's a brilliant idea. I hope it works out well. Thank you. I hope so, too. And I'm excited for it. I mean, it's definitely going to take some getting used to because I want to be able to, like, post on there every day. I think I'm just a little nervous because I think, like, you know, I don't want someone to be able to go on my blog and know I'm talking about them. Like, Because, yeah. like, you know, I want my fan to be able to know me and, like, what I'm thinking and how I'm feeling. And I'm a pretty honest person. So I'm probably going to have to use, like, fake names while I'm blogging because I don't want anyone to get upset if they're, like, in my blog and they say, say, oh, some dude has, like, a dick fro or whatever, like, you know, and then they go read it and they're like, she's talking about me. Like, oh, gosh, you know, and whatever. <laughs> a little insecure. Yeah. <laughs> so give us a little bit more. Let's, uh, how can somebody find you on Twitter? What's your, what's your Twitter name? They can find me on Twitter at Chloe Amore, triple X. That's 
L-O-E-A-M-O-U-R-X-X-X. And on Instagram at Chloe Amour X. I also have a Tumblr, um, which I believe it's Chloe Amour Triple X as well. I do not have a Snapchat. I do not have a Facebook. I'm, I'm throwing that out there because I constantly get people mm-hmm. to ask me, and I know that there's fake profiles out there. So I just want them to know that they're not talking to me. Um, right now, I'm kind of working on getting my own Facebook because somebody has already created a Chloe Amour, and you know how Facebook and Google are really strict about, oh, are you the real person? I'm like, yeah, I'm the real person. You're not the wrong person. Use my name, you know? Okay. So I'm kind of like, stuck in that right now. I mean, I want to create a Facebook, but it's like a little difficult to create the Chloe more Facebook. Sure. And um, Snapchat, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll create that eventually. I'm not in a rush to do it, okay. but I'll do it. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know we've had you on the phone for a little bit. Uh, would you mind just taking a couple of questions from uh, our audience? Oh, yeah, for sure. Excellent. Okay. I'll, 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 Stay away from uh, these long emails, but I'll kind of just get to the gist of it. Uh, so, your favorite and least favorite part of the industry? My favorite part is being able to get paid to have sex online, um, learning something new about myself sexually, mm-hmm. and the people that I get to meet. Least favorite part is probably the people I get to meet also, <laughs> because they're not always clean. Some of them are fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I just feel like I can be myself and whatever cuckoo bird is that's out there, it's okay. I'm sure something happened. I made you like that. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. And then, uh, I love, I love interacting with my fans. Like, I, I love that. It's just, it's, it was definitely an adjustment for sure. But now, I mean, that's the whole purpose of why I do what I do. It's for my fans. Like, I mean, they're everything. Okay. So that's my favorite. That would be my favorite part, my fans. Okay. All right. How about if you weren't doing porn, what do you think you would be doing? Like, what would your dream job be? Well, I thought my dream job was to be a psychologist. Mm-hmm. And from there, I even wanted to change my major from psychology to biology so I could become a psychiatrist so I could get my doctorate degree and um, prescribed medication. And the reason for that being is just because I'm, I really love learning like the functions of the brain and like different illnesses. And like, it's so, there's so many like out there. It's crazy. Wow. And, so, and so I was just very like intrigued by that, but that's, that's what I wanted to do. I think I just didn't have the self-discipline to sit in school. And another thing with that is, is I didn't want to be one of those people who got stuck in student loan debt. I mean, even right mm. now that I'm rebuilding my credit, I constantly get these freaking letters of people trying to get me to, like, loan money. And then I, I hate wow. that. Wow. Oh, like, yeah. You're basically setting somebody up for debt, pretty much. Well, that's the American way. Of course. Right, right. Because everything's built on credit. It's so, yes, it's exactly the American way. Now, it seemed like we got a ton, Zach, of uh, emails, but... There was one that came through Twitter, uh, and I believe, Chloe, that you favored it at some point there. Uh, It's from Doug at SigmaPoet1914, and he said, what inspired you to get into the business, and what are your future goals? Well, I I guess you answered what what inspired you to get into the business, but I guess your future goals. My future goal is 
I want to share in Chloe Moore and two brands. Mm-hmm. Angel and maybe Game Bank would probably be my like big bang out. You know, really, my future goal. Yeah, yeah. Like how many? Probably, how many? How many? Like you said, um, Game Bank. So how many? Like how many guys? Just curious. I mean, well, the contract. Oh, oh, no more than six. No more oh, than so six. you don't want to be breaking any world records or anything like that. <laughs> oh, thank you. No, thank you. No, 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 no. I mean, five. Maybe five is good enough. I know six just sounded more like hardcore. <laughs> okay. Um, but but you so so essentially just want to turn into a brand. Right. I mean, shit, if I'm going to do anal, then that then I'm definitely going to get those offers of like, okay, can we have a guy fucking you in the ass and fucking your pussy at the same time? Well, fuck, I guess if I already did anal, might as well, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's going to lead to like, okay, can we have three guys and four guys and five guys? And I'm like, so those things would be like big thing. Like, thank you very much industry love you and i'm on my way out <laughs> um <laughs> just because that's as hardcore as i would want to go i guess i mean but then like i said there are some things that i do that they're not really like they're very like i mean they're not like not very many girls would probably do them that i do that you know but they're hard to find these things are really hard to find yeah so turning chloe more into a brand and winning at least one award just to just so the industry can show me that they actually gave a shit of what I did. You know what I mean? And and then, as silly as it sounds, I wish it wasn't this way. I mean, because there's so many, like, amazing performers out there that don't get recognized. I mean, they get recognized in their own way, but, I mean, a lot of the times, like, people on the outside or people in the mainstream pay attention to, like, girls that win awards that I want to cross over. Like, I I enjoy acting. Like, I enjoy writing. Like, I want to direct. So I want to be able to direct my own porn films, my own independent films. I don't even know why I say film, because we're not even on film anymore, but movies. Mm-hmm. It's and, lingo. Right. And it's yeah, like saying it's you bought the record. record. Nobody buys the record anymore, you know? What? I say, you know, it's like saying you bought the record of something, but nobody really ever buys the record. Oh, right, 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 yeah. The album. Right, right, yeah, I got the album. No, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, so so those would, those would be the steps. Like, I just, I want to be, and, um, yeah, so those, those are my goals. Okay. <laughs> I could keep going, but those are, those are the goals. Sure, so, sure. Yeah. So we did see uh wanna wanna wrap this up with you for one thing. Um we did see you're coming to DC here mid May, is that correct? Right. Is this business or personal? It's personal. I've never been there before, so I'm gonna go out there and have friends who are out there and we'll just kinda of see like visiting vacation. That's why I tweeted, I was like, Does anyone they've never been there, so like does anyone know what to do out here? Well <laughs> you ought to be used to the traffic. Okay, so let's ask this. What kind of responses are you getting? Where are they telling you to go? Um, I would have to look on Twitter to tell you. Because <laughs> okay. I got quite a few different responses. Um, most of them were just like historical places. Right, right. That's where you'll so, be the safest. Sure, sure. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> like literally in the historical buildings. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on what you want to do here. Like in other words, do you want to go shopping? If you want to go shopping, go to Georgetown. You know, those guys. If you want to oh! go- if you want to get shot, go to Southeast. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> the famous 
famous Georgia. I mean, I would definitely, like, I'm all about learning history. Like, when I went to Chicago for the first time, I went, like, an, on, on an architectural boat tour, which was pretty cool because Very nice, yeah. I had no fucking clue, like, about anything about Chicago. And so it was a nice little way to learn about the city and, like, how beautiful it is and, like, where it started from and stuff. But I'm really into, like, food. So mm-hmm. I want someone, like, to tell me where all the good restaurants the east- are. The easiest thing you can remember is when you land here in D.C., just get a cab, tell them to take you to the mall. And then when you get to the mall not and, and, and see, everybody thinks it's the mall, the, like the mall's the mall. But the mall in D.C. is where the Washington Monument, Museum of Natural History, Air and Space Museum, Lincoln Memorial. Okay, okay then that makes sense because someone did say that to me. And I yeah. was like, oh, my God, they just think I want to go shopping. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> It's a and, buttload yeah. of fucking walking, too, so yeah, it's there good is shape. A, the thing is, the White House, everything is just, you know, it's all within walking distance. The uh, Vietnam, well, not, uh, the Vietnam, oh, is, yes. that, is that right there? Is that? Yeah, it is. Correct, correct. The World War II, everything is literally right there. The the Capitol built, everything is right there. So once you get what they call the mall um, you know, you'll be within walking distance. But like I say, the, the problem is you walk a couple of streets over and yeah, it gets bad real quick. So yeah. just just remember to stay in 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 kind of the uh, tourist area. And like I say, if you want to if you want to go shopping, don't go to the mall. <laughs> go, <laughs> go to Georgetown. <laughs> Definitely okay. go to Georgetown for that. And obviously, if you want to go clubbing and, you know, and stuff like that, then there's there's certain areas for that. But it, but it sounds to me like you're more into the you know, to the to the history and all that. So if you just just hop in a cab, tell them to take you to the mall, and you'll spend a good day or two there just looking around. It's it's, it's a great area. It's beautiful down there. Oh yeah, especially at this okay. time. Perfect. So then, basically, I just tell them to take me to the mall, and they'll know what that means. They'll they'll know well, exactly. Tell them you want to see the historical sites. Yeah, so I'd like you know, to go to the mall. Yeah, yeah. If you tell them anything, like if you want to go to the Washington Monument or Museum of Natural okay. History, everything is right there. It's impossible to oh miss. My God. I have to go to these things now because I don't think I realize all of these things were in D.C. I mean, the White House, of course, but it's like mm-hmm. the Museum of Natural History. I mean, didn't they just freaking come out with, like, a movie? Or they come out with, like, three movies? Yeah. <laughs> or that's Night at the Smithsonian. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. Well, yeah, that was a Ben Stiller. Like, right, right, right. Ben Stiller movies, yeah. Museum of Natural History. Like, that sounds very familiar to me. And obviously, I haven't been there. It's like... Oh, that's in DC. Like, might as well go check it out. I'm going to be there. Oh yeah, and it's all free too. I mean, yeah, and that yeah, exactly what Zach said. Everything is free there. You know, if you want to go into the water, into the uh, Lincoln Memorial, it's free. If you want to go over to uh, Air and Space, it's free. So, you know, like unlike well, here was the thing. I don't know about you, Zach, but when when I went up to New York, I went I I went to go up to the uh, Museum of Natural History. Come to find out, you have to pay to get into that one, oh, and you know, and it's expensive as hell. Well, I, I have York. a suggestion. I have a suggestion. You you want to stay away from the White House lawn tour because I hear <laughs> you will get a paid vacation, but not where you want to go. So, <laughs> yeah, stay, stay away from the tour where you jump over the fence and the Secret Service tackles you. You do not want to do that tour. I can promise. <laughs> <laughs> Although you might you might be able to get all the way in the front door, you never know. <laughs> Maybe I'll be like, is Obama there? Can I meet him? Like, he doesn't Good know luck. who he's meeting. <laughs> Don't take any pictures. <laughs> you might actually get through. <laughs> I mean, hey. I mean, he's our 
already done his eight-year run. I don't think it will mess up his reputation too bad. Worse for Clinton. You know what, Chloe? We've held you on the phone for way too long. You have been gracious. Thank you so much for joining us. I, I cannot begin to tell you. I know you've, you're probably muscling through it with this illness, so thank you so much for joining us. Mm-hmm. You have been oh, fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to try to like muster up the energy to like, eat something. Cause it's like, one of those weird things where you're like, hungry, but then you don't want to eat because you don't <laughs> feel good. Right. But um, yeah, I'm going to try. <laughs> and if you need a tour guide, if you need a tour guide when you come here, just hit up Zach and I, and we'll we'll give you the good yeah. tour of these. Absolutely. I will take y'all up on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you okay. very much. Thank we appreciate you. it. Okay, cool. Have, have a great day. Bye-bye. <laughs> she was wow. awesome. Yeah, she was. I couldn't get a word in edgewise. She's, <laughs> she had a lot oh, of information. I literally had every, every question that I, and I was thinking, okay, I'm just I'm going down the line here. There's going to be some things that, you know, she's going to grow fucking tired of wanting to answer these questions, but she didn't at all. And I just kept asking and asking and asking. I mean, she's awesome. Oh, I know. I couldn't, like I said, I couldn't get a word in edgewise, but she was cool. I, I liked it. She, yeah. She's really down to earth kind of, you know, person. So uh, mm-hmm. she answered all the questions that we could have come up with. Just listen to the interview multiple times. Tell your friends to listen to it. If you have any more questions, we'll pass them along at the statement show at mm-hmm. gmail.com. Go ahead and tell them how we can get us on Twitter there, Terry. Yeah, hit us up on Twitter, at Statement Show. Um, again, I th- I'm trying to write these things down. It was Twitter. Her Twitter is at Chloe Amore XXX, and her website is ChloeAmoreXXX.com. Make sure you check her out. She is, she is phenomenal. Um, also, don't forget, visit www.thestatementshow.com. Hit us up on Audible. Make sure you click that link. Look, we're we're we've never asked for a dime from any one human being around here. We want to keep this site. We want to keep the podcast free. So by hitting uh, the Audible link there for us, you're helping us out, keeping it free. So make sure you uh, you do us that favor, and we would thank you for it. Absolutely. So remember that's www.thestatementshow.com. And uh, go ahead and hit the sponsor links, like you said, and uh, we appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. And, uh, well, that that kills it for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> kind of yeah, like it yeah. out there. I think Chloe said it all. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> That's The lights are out on another episode of Statement Show. See ya. I will not do anal in my personal life either, so. The world needs to know how kind of a pussy Chloe Moore has. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it.